Nothing is impossible because even the word impossible is spelled I am possible. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm a high performance and mindset coach for entrepreneurs, and I help people to unleash their full potential and reach their goals faster and more efficiently by helping them to remove their mental and emotional blocks. Because most people that want to achieve greatness and reach their goals are standing in their own way because of perfectionism, overthinking, procrastination, no structures, routines that are lacking, not the right environment, emotional ups and downs, fears, worries, anxiety, and most importantly, limiting beliefs. And I'm going to be sharing with you on this podcast tools, strategies that you can practically use to get yourself to the next level so that you can make the impossible possible. Hello, my name is Ben Watara and welcome to today's episode of I Am Possible. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about comparison because I compared myself a lot to many other people, to role models, and I see that many people have these high expectations of what they need to achieve and unrealistic expectations based on comparison. It is something that we grew up in, in school, we received grades, we were compared to our classmates, we are always comparing ourselves to beauty ideals, to ideals of success, of how much money we should make, and people that make more than us, less than us, uh, and the way we look, the intelligence we should have. There's so many different areas where we compare ourselves, consciously or subconsciously, that has a very big effect and impact on us. But you see, there is a very big problem when we try to compare ourselves to other people because we don't have all the data. You cannot really compare two things to each other. Like they say, you cannot compare an apple to a peer because they're two completely different things. You can only compare an apple to another apple. Well, human beings are all unique. We know that we are unique. But it's not only about the uniqueness of someone and their background and um, the way they were brought up that you you cannot really use. Like if someone grew up and they didn't go to school, how can you compare yourself directly to them? What if, you know, their parents were very rich? What if they learned a lot when they were young? You know, you think that, oh, this person, they're already a millionaire and they're 21 and I'm 29 and I'm, I'm still broke and so now I'm a failure. And you're only comparing that one aspect of your life to one aspect of your life, but you don't know about the other areas of their lives. You don't know if these people are happy. You don't know what the resources are that these people had. So comparing yourselves to other people is never going to be something that is going to be accurate. Never. You can get inspired by other people. That is something that I encourage just to see what other people are able to do, especially people that started with less than you or started at the same level as you and they're able to achieve something when you have a self-limiting belief like I'm a woman, that's why it's hard and you have other women that are very successful in that exact field that you want to be successful in or I'm black or I'm gay or I'm too young or I'm too old or I'm too this and that. Whatever the excuses you have for yourself, you can find other role models that can inspire you and motivate you to be able to overcome these limiting beliefs and create new ones because you find proof out there in the world. But when you have comparisons that cripple you, that make you slow, that make you like, oh man, you know, this person, they have everything and they're so happy in their relationship. Why am I not happy in my relationship? And they have the job they want. They, they, they fly around the world. And especially nowadays with social media, we see so many images of people that seem to have it all together. 
And I even see that in my case that people on my social media, they comment and they think like, oh, my life is glitz and glamour. And I'm like, you know what? First of all, I'm an optimist and I'm someone that likes to focus on the positive. So even if I have challenges in my life or I have things that aren't going well, if you ask me, I'll never start to complain. I'll never start to tell you, yeah, this and that and my life is going wrong. And I'm only going to focus on the positive because that's how I do it in my life. No matter how hard it is, no matter how tough it is, no matter what I'm going through, I'm always going to look at what's good about this. That's a question I always ask myself. And I'm going to focus on the positive because I don't believe in focusing on the negative. That's why I'm also not going to post all the negative stuff that I observe and that I go through in my life on my social media. I'm going to post things that are positive. My day has 24 hours. There are many things that happened that were nice and things that were maybe not that nice. Why should I share the things that are not that nice unless I want to use it as a lesson learned or a perspective to, to be, be able to, to show people how I'm dealing with a negative situation. That is the only moment where I would do that. But normally I won't do that. That's why I don't blame people for only sharing the positive moments. You know, some people, they only upload 10 pictures or 10 videos in an entire month. It's just 10 moments of the entire month. You really believe that this is their entire life? It's not. It's just moments that they picked. A lot of people have miserable lives and depressed in their relationships even, but they post pictures of the moments where everything is fine. But now the problem is that we see that and we think that this is a representation of every single moment and second of this relationship. Or this person lives like they're on vacation every single day at the beach drink, drinking a cocktail. <laughs> and now we compare our life with theirs. And that's where the trouble begins. I forget social media. I don't even want to focus it on only these this, this big things. It could be something very small. Like you see someone that talks to a woman they like or approaches a man that they like as a woman. And uh, you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or someone that just goes to the bars and asks for a raise. Or someone that says, you know what, I'm starting my own company and they start it. Or someone that says, you know what, I'm going to the gym and, you know, they go and they start losing the weight. Or whatever, you know, people decide to do, they do it. And you look at them and like, man, I wish I had that courage. They're fearless. They're so confident. They're so, you know, sure of themselves. But you see, the problem is... We don't know how they feel. We assume that by looking at them, we know how they feel. We assume that by seeing a picture, we know how their life is. But we don't. We don't. It's not the full picture. It's not the entire story. It's a representation of it. It's a small moment. And we start to judge it. It's a judgment that we put on it. And we are comparing. And I love that because I'm from filmmaking and, and I like to use filmmaking analogies. But um, I like to say, like, you know, when, when, um, when an actor creates a showreel or a director or whatever, a showreel is a summary of their best scenes, right? It's, it's like a highlight. Like they, they do a, a cut down of the highlights. You know, like some, sometimes athletes have that as well. You know, like the best uh, slam dunks in the NBA or the best soccer goals or the best whatever it is. You know, you, you have like the best moments and they have a compilation of all the best moments in one. And now you're comparing your behind the scenes with their best off. How is that possible? You see someone that has been maybe working on their project for two years in the dark. And you didn't even hear of them. And all of a sudden, they go public. 
they release their book or their album or their app or whatever project they have. They open their store and now they're successful. And you look at them and you're like, wow, I wish I was that successful. But you ignore all the struggle that they went through. And now you're comparing your struggle with their highlights. You see someone on stage that is scared, that is unsure, but they're dedicated and they're standing up on stage and they're talking to the crowd and you're like, wow, they're so confident. I wish I was that confident. It happened to me many times. Like when I was on stage for the first time, I was so nervous, but people didn't see that I was nervous. From the outside, I felt it from the inside. Now I come down and other people are like, man, I wish I was so confident like you, but I'm not confident, so I can't do it. You see, the thing is, I wasn't confident, but I still did it. The person that's going to the gym, they're not motivated. They're, not that, they're just going. They're not strong. They also doubt themselves. They, they have all the emotions that you have, but you don't see that. So now you think that you're not entitled to have these emotions because you feel that you should be just like that image you created in your own mind based on the information that you had from that person or from that Instagram page. You're comparing your relationship to that image that you have of the relationship of the other person that is unrealistic ideal. And now obviously you're not going to be able to match up to that. Now you get discouraged and you think, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not going to work. Why should I even try? You get discouraged because you're comparing apples to pears or whatever other fruits, pineapples. (laughs) And that is something that is very real. The comparison that we do in our minds especially when we compare our behind the scenes with the showreel of other people. Now, how can we do that differently? I believe that it is very important to find role models, to find people that actually reflect in the world that the thing you want to achieve, the impossible you want to make possible is attainable, is achievable, and you will find these people. You'll find them. Maybe they're not exactly in that industry that you want to be at, but it's going to be something similar. Or you can, I mean, you can look at an athlete that started from nothing and built their way up, even though you want to start, you want to open up a flower shop. You can take a lot of the mindset principles that these people went through when no one believed in them and something seemed impossible because they didn't have the resources to do what they wanted to do and translate it to your story. But it's very important that we look at people where they started. Like, for example, what I like to do is when I started to uh, record videos for YouTube or even now my podcast. Like, now I'm starting, I'm starting with the I Am Possible podcast, but I started a podcast in German last year. And um, I, was, uh, I was nervous about this as well. You know, I honestly, like, even now that I started the English one, you know, because I felt like uh, I have an accent and, you know, my English is not that perfect. It's not my first language. Like, it's the third language that I learned and everything like that. And many people told me, um, I don't hear the accent or I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but I had a problem with it and I felt judged on it, you know. So there's a lot of limitations that I had on myself. So what I did is I started to look at other people that are very successful in what I want to be successful at. But I didn't look at where they are now. Like there is one guy, he's, he's called uh, John Lee Dumas. And uh, he's the one that inspired me actually to really start with podcast. And he has over 2,000 interviews that he already filmed on his podcast. So obviously, after 2,000 podcast episodes, this guy is a master. I'm not going to compare myself to his latest episode. What I did is I started to listen to his first episode. 
And that's what I like doing. Take someone, if there is footage, and try to look at their beginnings or try to find an interview when they talk about their beginnings and talk about how they were feeling, where they talk about their behind the scenes. This is something that we have access to now. Read a biography of someone, really go through. I remember when I was reading the biography of Muhammad Ali, who is in my eyes, the most confident person in the world that I've ever witnessed on camera talking to anyone. Muhammad Ali is one of the top um, when it comes to confidence. And he, he um, in his biography, uh, Muhammad Ali, he talked about the, um, the moment where he won a gold medal in the Olympic Games. And then he came back home, uh, I think in Louisiana, and he wanted to go to a restaurant and they didn't serve him because he is black and they told him we don't sell, serve black people here. And then he was so frustrated. He threw his gold medal in the river and he was, you know, he couldn't deal with that situation. He was frustrated and he was angry and, you know, just, just him going through that pain and describing it in that moment. Somehow it surprised me when I was younger because I felt like Muhammad Ali, the way he portrayed himself as someone that, you know, he would never be upset or he would, no one could ever touch him. And obviously it's a very strong, you know, uh, a situation that he was dealing with. But just the fact to read that and to see how he was feeling in that moment made me feel better about myself when I had moments where I felt vulnerable or when I felt hurt because it's something that as a man, you don't really learn in the young age, you know, we always learn that you have to be tough and man up and don't be a sissy or whatever, you know, and, you know, don't don't show emotions. And there's certain things that you have expectations on based on the outside world. And now that you start to see other people that can be a role model to you that also show weakness, that you start to see, oh, you know, it, 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 that's okay for me also to do that because I was comparing myself to an unrealistic ideal. And it is something that in the beginning will not be very easy because we've been conditioned from childhood to compare ourselves. We almost cannot define who we are without comparing ourselves to others. Like if I ask you, are you tall or are you short? How do you know if you're tall if you don't compare yourself to other people that are shorter than you and you have an average of how tall someone is and now you define yourself as tall or short? Are you intelligent or are you not that intelligent? Depends on who you're comparing yourself to. Are you rich? Are you poor? Depends. I mean, you get the point. It's, it's very difficult to really define who we are without comparing ourselves to others, just based on who we are and what we do and what our capability is. That's why we constantly compare ourselves to be able to see where we stand. But the thing is that it is difficult to compare yourself, especially when it comes to emotionality. You see other people that are able to do things you can't do, and you, f and you think that they don't have that internal battle. You think that they're not afraid. You think that they know exactly what they're doing because that's what it looks like from the outside. But if you would do certain things that you're afraid of while you're doing them, other people might think that you know exactly what you're doing. But you think that they see you're insecure, but they don't. You're the only person that knows what you think and what you feel just like other people. And that's why you can't really compare yourself. You can only compare yourself to statistics, to things that you see on paper. And that is the reason why people really compare hard skills to hard skills. You can't really compare soft skills because you can't measure them. You know, a lot of companies, they hire people based on hard skills. 
you know, what uh, the grades that you had in school, what is the diploma that you got and, you know, like what software can you use, you know, but they cannot really evaluate soft skills like how can you connect to other people? How is your um, ability to motivate yourself when you're not motivated to control your emotions? That's something that is a soft skill, but it is really what will make a great employee or someone successful and not successful, but it is something that we cannot measure. So how can you compare yourself in that level of ability to someone else? Very difficult. That's why when you realize that you're getting depressed, that you sometimes feel like, oh, you know, I'm just not good at it. Try to stop for a second and see what happened right before that. Are you expecting something of yourself that's unrealistic? Do you think that you need to be good at something that you just started? Why is that? Where does it come from? Where does that expectation come from? Is it something that you saw in someone else? Are you comparing yourself to an ideal, to a person, to something you feel you should be able to do because that's what other people expected of you? That's what's going to stand in your way most of the time. But that's you that's creating that image. That person didn't tell you, oh, um, you know, our relationship is amazing and we're never fighting. You just saw that image and you imagine that just because you keep seeing these pictures, their relationship is like that. That person didn't come from stage and say, that was easy. I was not afraid at all and I was sure of myself. You just interpreted that by seeing that person on stage. You created that story. You're the one that's inventing this ideal based on what you see. You're judging. And now you're comparing it to yourself and you're judging yourself. And that's what's limiting you. So in essence, it's not other people. It's not what other people are posting. It's not what other people are doing. It's what you are creating in your own mind. You are responsible for every thought you have. And your thoughts create your emotions. So you're responsible for every emotion. No one can make you feel any way. You are responsible for it. Because you are judging and creating that emotion on your own. And that is going to define if you're going to do or not do something. And that's going to define if you're going to get a result or not get a result. And eventually, if your life will transform, if you are going to transform or not. So really, really, really pay attention to these things. And it's not going to be easy in the beginning. Just being aware of it is a first step. And then you can start to catch these moments and start to transform them. Never forget, until you stop breathing, never stop to grow, and always remember, I am possible. possible.